0: The Oxford Centre for Triple Value Healthcare, 3B, is a social enterprise with the goal of building capacity and capability in healthcare to increase value. As part of its mission, 3 v promotes the dissemination of knowledge. From our library of almost 1,000 books, we have produced short, downloadable podcasts that summarise the most important classic books, book pods. These are essential for anyone working in healthcare and enable you to learn while you walk, drive, or travel by bus or train. Enjoy this week's Book Pod and ensure you get a new one downloaded by subscribing to Radio Value from your usual podcast provider. There are some big blockbusters of books Gone with the Wind, for example, The Lord of the Rings, Fifty Shades of Grey was the blockbuster of 2012 and it's always important to know about the blockbusters to hold them in your hand maybe even to read them cover to cover. There are blockbusters in management too of which one of the biggest and best known is by Henry Mintzberg called The Structuring of Organisations, a synthesis of research. This is a big tough book and requires serious reading. My own view is that if you're serious about making management and leadership one string to your bow, or maybe the only string to your bow, then you have to know about Mintzberg and his work. If you go to a business school for an MBA, then of course it may be recommended, although I do think business schools rely too much on case studies, Come, although I am a fan of case studies. I think... Andy Minsberg probably thought that too because he has his reservations about MBAs. Minsberg is a Canadian and one of the things he does at the moment is lead the international master's program in healthcare leadership at McGill, one of the great universities of the world. He's working on a book fascinatingly called Managing the Myths of Healthcare but it's not available yet. Keep your eyes on his website, www.minsberg.org. But this book, The Structure of Organisations, as he says, is a synthesis of research with his own particular perspective on it. He says there are five coordinating mechanisms that seem to explain the fundamental ways in which organisations coordinate their work. One is by mutual adjustment. A father and daughter business, for example, fellow and daughter, butchers in the auction market. They don't write down a lot, I should think, but they work very well and deliver a very good service. The second is direct supervision. Having one individual take responsibility for the work of others and standardising what they do. But there are three other mechanisms which you might not think of as real mechanisms that he emphasises being important. One is the processes that take place. Are they written down? Care Pathways, for example. Now, one of the reasons I've been an enthusiastic supporter of Care Pathways and the Map of Medicine is that in a world in which people are changing all the time, the basic processes aren't written down. And remember the important point that Paul Batalden, in his book Quality by Design emphasises that processes are one of the key issues for for clinical microsystems. Fourthly, program outputs. Namely, are we clear what the product is, whether that product is a light bulb or a patient who feels that they've been made better by the intervention? What's the output? And then, fifthly, the specified skills and the training that's required. How can you control the inputs? So those are his five Coordinating mechanisms. One of the good things about Mintzberg's book is that he focuses on what he calls a professional bureaucracy, and he says that it's a type of structural configuration that, and I quote, "appears wherever the operating core of an organisation is dominated by skilled workers, professionals who use procedures that are difficult to learn yet are well defined. This means an environment that is both complex and stable." complex enough to require the use of difficult procedures that can be learned only in extensive formal training programs, yet stable enough to enable these skills to become well-defined, in fact, standardised. So he calls this the professional bureaucracy, and that, of course, describes a health service. There are other key books that focus on this issue, Um, notably Charles Perrault's book in Complex Organisations, in which he describes the need for a good bureaucracy and the benefits of a good bureaucracy. But also, a good bureaucracy is really only able to manage money and the fair and open employment of staff. Delivering a good service for, for example, people with epilepsy or people with multiple morbidities requires more than a good bureaucracy. It requires a professional bureaucracy in which there would be a network running in parallel to the bureaucracy. So... Here are three questions for you to think about. Firstly, is the bureaucracy in which you work that different from the bureaucracy of the civil service? What are the main differences of a professional bureaucracy from a classic bureaucracy? Secondly, are the outputs, the outcomes of your organisation sufficiently well-defined for people to be aligned. For example, if it's a joint replacement, is the outcome a satisfactory joint replacement that leaves the hospital without infection or one that solves some social or occupational problem that the patient had? And thirdly, are the processes sufficiently well-defined? If a new person arrived to work in your organization from Berlin, Recruited as part of uh, headhunting in the German medical um, market, would he or she know quickly how you did things in your organisation? Are the processes clear and written down? These are points to reflect on and ponder as you drive or walk, and we hope they add to the value of this podcast and your consideration of Henry Mintzberg's classic book.